Hello, my name is Adam, and welcome to Wildcats in the Podcast, the podcast in which the improv band Wildcats performs an ongoing musical about them being the biggest band in the world, solving mysteries, and running a camp. This week's mystery is Wildcats and the very best of us. It's the mid-season finale, which doesn't mean a whole lot, but it does mean that next week there will be no musical and we will just be chatting. Not much else to say other than enjoy, and on the other side of this theme song, I'm going to talk to Charlie. Thank you for listening. Put your headphones on and get grooving and let your body go and get moving. Get your feet up off the ground. Raise your arms, wave them around. Ten times Wildcats is a whole lot. It's a welcome back Wildcats where I crack a smile, pass it around. ready for an unforgettable ride you ready for your life to get changed well you've come to the right place friend wildcats in the podcast today wildcats and the very best of us i'm charlie and i'm here with wildcats man himself adam hello everyone and hello charlie it's nice to be here with you on the on the night you out on the town on the night oh no no not tonight my friend are you out on the town on the night (laughs) No, I'm also staying in for this to do this podcast. <laughs> hey, Such you know, a bummer that we can't just go we out on gotta the town. do. Someone's got to do the responsible thing, so everyone else can have a night on the town. True. I hope that Mitch and Tim and Spencer and everyone else are having a nice night out on the town and on the night. Yeah. And you, the listeners, I hope. I hope you really take advantage of tonight that's true uh i hope you're listening to this out with your friends on the town on the night and not just staying at home listening to a podcast but going out listening to a podcast yeah get a bluetooth speaker get one of those headphone splitters yeah get a motorcycle could you think of something better than a silent disco where everyone's listening to wildcats in the podcast (laughs) Wow, great question. Thank you. Um, hmm, hmm. I was talking to Betsy about this recently. Titanic? Uh, do anybody like Silent Disco? I've never uh, actually heard of better. one happening. Right? I've heard of it as I've, a concept, but I've never actually seen one, heard of one going on. I remember they had one in Oberlin at some point. I feel like for us to have been talking about this, it must have we must have observed one through some channels. It definitely but, makes sense that like college kids would do one. But also, right? how do you just like sync up? There's also a weird technical thing there. How do silent discos like broadcast, especially before like smartphones? How's everyone piped in? Are you listening to your own music? I think everyone is. Or, or do you have like? antennas like, on your headphones like old-fashioned like radio headphones right like i would <laughs> think it was like bluetooth but 
I don't trust that that would work well, but like yeah, I don't the know radio how to do would that. work. <laughs> the radio would work totally fine for this purpose. Assuming you have like one of those like rabbit ear headphones <laughs> that could just right? pick up a frequency, but like, but or I feel like they just give like, you it's headphones. a dance party. Yeah, I yeah, but like, do maybe there are like really hip ones that have the tech all sorted out, but I would imagine like a dorm one. It is. There's no way they just have, like, 50 Bluetooth headphones. Like, I know the one they did at Oberlin was, because it was, like, oh, an expensive thing that a entrepreneurship startup group oh. did. <laughs> and it was, like, it was, like, I think I've talked to you about it a bit over the years, where there was, like, a group of kids who were, like, who wanted to be entrepreneurs, and what they would do is basically, like, get the college to give them, to, like, bankroll giant raves for, like, tens of thousands of dollars that they would put on, like, without... That's so so sick. And it was just, like, every (laughs) single time it was like, oh, no, I absolutely don't want to, like, I feel like half of campus was like, oh, we absolutely don't want to go to this weird rave. They got in a bunch of trouble because... They made one. One was like, they were all themed, and one was like <laughs> radiation poisoning themed. Wow, or something like it was called like toxicity, and it was all like radioactive okay. themed, and it was like right after that's, the. That's different enough from radiation poisoning themed. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> but like, it was like sort of like right a after vibe. It was right after the Fukushima disaster, and uh, everyone was, and, like, I think in some of the press, they, like, talked about, like, Nagasaki and Hiroshima a little bit. Like, they tried to make it, like, oh, like, this is hot right now. This will make people want to come to our rave even more. (laughs) It was very weird. Uh, The, like, Asian American Pacific Islander Association at Oberlin like made a big statement uh, like denouncing the event and they had to like write an apologetic op-ed in the newspaper this i love this because this it's so it's so college on so many levels of like really dumb like entrepreneurs if if the world were a college entrepreneurs would be getting people to bankroll their big parties and then people would be outraged about the party and they they then they need to apologize in like the school newspaper it's really beautiful it's a real microcosm and it's a real fake it till you make it vibe of like hey in this small pond i'm in now what i want to do is raise money for things so that's what i'll want to do and it looks stupid to me but then they're just going to keep doing it out of college and probably they're rich right i couldn't have gotten my college to spend tens of thousands of dollars on a rave right and to be fair like uh you know like it did it was successful to a degree like it started definitely as like yes This is a thing that is suited for me and my group of friends because we don't like the types of parties that are here already. And, like, they made statements. They wrote op-eds in the newspaper about, like, how the parties at Oberlin suck and uh, everyone hates them. And 
they were going to change that by making like body painting themed raves. How do you? And <laughs> it was just like I think you're like I'm sorry that like you feel like lonely, and I'm glad that you focus that energy into getting the administration to give you a bunch of money and like. You know, half of campus, even if they thought the idea was dumb, would just be like, oh, absolutely, I will go to this giant rave that is on campus this week. Like, why wouldn't I go to it? So their so their their angle was that like this is it's like a it's it's inclusive. People who feel lonely can come to this party. It's a party for people who are lonely. It was, like, less about, like, four lonely people and more, like, because it was, like, kind of, like, my friends at other colleges get to go to cool parties, <laughs> but, like, all the parties at Oberlin are, like, a band playing in a basement and, uh, like, a lot of people smoking cigarettes outside and we want to be at a rave. And it was, like, oh, they managed to convince the administration that... Yeah, this is what the college experience here is missing right now. And maybe, maybe, maybe they were right. Right? I think it's a weird level of just like I don't understand the kind of people who have the influence to just be like. How are they just writing op eds in the newspaper all the time? How did they have multiple newspaper stories just because they wanted there to be one? Right. Well, I think the thing is that like a college newspaper, like. I could have probably gotten op-eds in that newspaper if I really wanted to. I, I just maybe. never put at in my the work. School, very, at my school, definitely not. Yeah. I assumed it was well, harder. Right? Well, like, maybe it was harder, but, <laughs> like, if the administration is on the side for your event, like, like, if there's a giant event that the administration's bankrolling and it's like the biggest thing that's happening in town this year because it the school put up several tens of thousands of dollars for it like you gotta write in the newspaper about it like that's true it was an like, ad you for can't, the party that is like literally news in for the college campus <laughs> well that's all very weird and really great uh so i'm looking yeah, though how are those guys doing now I don't know if that's what you're looking at. I was looking at the silent disco. uh, Oh, back to the silent disco? uh, Specifically at this concept of the headphone concert. Which the Flaming Lips at least claimed to to do the first headphone concert in front of a live audience. March 17th, 1999. They handed out mini FM radio receivers and headphones to everyone. Okay. Uh, they also just had speakers, too, so the sound could be felt. Uh, like super sub-bass speakers? Right, I don't know. Uh, and they did it, and it had mixed results. A lot of batteries <laughs> died, and people had trouble tuning to the correct frequency. Uh, but I guess these have happened a couple of times since. I feel like this is the type of thing that we need to have Ben on to talk about. That's true. We'll table the silent disco conversation until Ben comes on. I'll just say this uh, unsight, unsighted uh, thing. 
from yeah. the Wikipedia. Silent discos are popular at music festivals as they allow dancing to continue past noise curfews. Right. Like, I guess that's that is the benefit of them. Obviously, that's why. That's why I was thinking, like, oh, like it makes sense a college would do it because, like, yeah, you can have secret parties, you can have low key parties. Yeah, but no, it was bankrolled by the college. The only one I know about that happened at a college. It was weird because I feel like I don't know if this is right, but in my head there were like three different DJs who you could like choose which one you were listening to, which feels like a fucking disaster for a dance floor. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, there's also the, this this Wikipedia page is a lot smaller, but. <laughs> Have you, do you see the link? Or I don't know if you're looking at it, but the link at the top of the Silent Disco Wikipedia party for Quiet Party <laughs> uh, Wikipedia page, I should say. Uh, quiet parties are nightclub events where participants socialize by writing notes to each other instead of speaking. The single rule at these events is no talking. And then there's That's, like three more sentences in the history thing. But uh, it's wild to me that such a like. I should flag like, this. this. I don't know about this. you. I remember us playing that as a game when I was like in late elementary school. Do you mean the quiet like we game? Would have, yeah, yeah. We would have a sleepover and you could like write notes to each other, but we wouldn't actually talk to each other. Uh, you couldn't, and you'd get, yeah, it was the quiet game. Uh, it had a name. I mean, uh, <laughs> I think the quiet game is very different from a quiet party. Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> Like, what's the difference between the quiet game and a quiet party? Well, it's a like, party, for one. Yeah. The quiet game is the, like, <laughs> for a parent <laughs> to tell their, get their kids to stop talking. I guess it could, you know... My friends and I, like, Trevor and I would play the quiet game without being prompted. Yeah, I sometimes. would... Sometimes. I... I once we were convinced it, it was a game, it worked. <laughs> we were just like, this is a fun game to play. I more recently, like, you know, like in my like early and mid-20s, would bring it up to my friends when we were out at bars and say, like, you guys want to play the quiet game? And try and play the quiet game. And so that you was a lot of like quiet a, parties. Yeah, you needed to go to a bar that had a quiet party. Yeah. You would have loved it. <laughs> I really needed to do that. So, on the Wikipedia page for Quiet Party, not to just go on Wikipedia in this uh, A segment, but there's, in the party types, like, (laughs) box at the bottom, under equipment, there is Dealy Bobber. I'm looking at this, too. I think it is really funny that they list all of the party equipment you need, such as balloons, confetti, cotton candy, and then, yeah, dealy bobber, glow stick, groucho glass. Oh, I love that party hat is an equipment for parties, along with party bus, party horn, party popper, and party service. For anybody who's worried about what is a dealy bopper have you not been to the right type of party before uh you've been to a party before uh a dealy bobber is one of those headbands with like little fluff balls on springs like Mm -hmm. two of them you look kind of like an alien yeah i've definitely seen them in uh like boxes of shit you get for new year's eve (laughs) they're a lot like the groucho glasses they were for dealy marks 
That's just what his <laughs> hair looked like. <laughs> uh, also, my favorite dude, type of party is a symposium. <laughs> <laughs> what a great party. Also, you know, I wanted to make you make it make you feel a little better about just going on Wikipedia on the podcast because I was just about to go chat with that dinosaur again. Oh. <laughs> the the dinosaur who will respond to your text at the Field Museum? Yeah. <laughs> uh Maximo? Yeah, that's his name. But no, I'm oh, not going to yeah. chat with Maximo. He's busy, I'm sure. Yeah. So, um, I'm not going to include any names in this. Okay. That's Except really cool. for one. I've got, I've Damn, got this story cool. and this concept that I think is weird. But so, Greta Thunberg, is that, is that her name? Thunberg? Yeah. Greta Thunberg is like coming to Chicago. Thunberg. Okay. Thunberg. I was wondering how, like, uh, not to stop you from telling the story, but oh, I was just please. like, how is this going to be a story that you can tell me one name comfortably on the podcast? <laughs> and when you started with Greta Thunberg, I was like, is everyone else going to be, like, political figures? <laughs> like, what the? Yeah, so what then are there's you the doing? whistleblower. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a problem of, like, yeah, the their identities are not public yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a huge... It would be a betrayal if I were to say it, but no. So there's someone there's I know multiple, who's like, uh, there's multiple CIA agents in Ukraine, and yeah, this yeah, guy might continue. be a CIA agent in Ukraine. And so there's this guy. I, I didn't. I, this is all hearsay, by the way. But I think he's like my age, maybe like a year or two older, maybe like thirty, thirty-one or something. And he's really into environmental stuff, eco activism maybe not even that into it but he's like really into it but he was like really excited that greta thunberg was coming to chicago and he was like really excited at the chance that he might get to meet her and i thought that was really weird because like she's not like some like sage right she doesn't like know more than other people like isn't her political power that she's like the embodiment of the next generation of people who will be on the earth. Right. It is weird. And like, and like her whole thing is like, don't ask me, ask the, I'm just telling you to listen to the experts. Yeah. So I, I just thought it was weird. Like what you like, this guy probably knows more about this stuff than she does. He's twice her age. Right. Like, I guess maybe she's just been in these conversations more all day every day for the last couple of months than he has so maybe he has like quicker recall on some facts but like (laughs) just gonna go up to her and be like what was that one guy's name (laughs) oh this guy yeah yeah thank you thank you this is the uh, problem is that uh you don't remember any of the other like eco-activists names uh, and you need to talk to Greta Thunberg to find <laughs> yeah. them out. That's why there's no names involved in this. <laughs> Has she written two uh, books? Uh, I don't know why I'm asking you. I should be asking yeah. the experts here. That's true. That's that's what I would ask her if I got to meet her. <laughs> God, Have God you willing. written two books? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool. Uh, 
I, it, it is weird. It is like, you know, I get the idea of if you have a really cool kid or like a really cool political figure, you do want to, like, if they're coming to town, it feels like it's a thing and you feel like you want to meet them. But, yes, like, do I, did I want to meet, like, David Hogg? Who's uh, that? He was one of the Parkland kids. Oh, yeah. Well, like, that's also weird because <laughs> that's like someone who like experienced trauma, right? Yeah. So it's weird to be like really excited to meet them <laughs> because. Right. But I think I think he's like meeting anyone from Parkland and being excited is weird. David Hogg is like, you turned this into a political activism career and like i wouldn't be wanting to meet you because you were there when it happened i would want to meet you because like you organized a march and have been the face of a movement but it is weird to just be like yeah this is a like i guess i feel the same way that maybe like it's maybe slightly cooler than being like yeah, I actually got to meet that, like, dog that's kind of famous on Instagram. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, it's a thing that I know exists, and I do talk about or maybe think about rel- with relative frequency, like this individual, and getting to meet someone who everybody knows who they are is cool. And whether it's a famous dog or... A famous child, like <laughs> it's cool, but I yeah, I, I don't totally see it being like that's an a, important part of your praxis. Yeah, so that's a tough, uh, that's a tough metaphor, tough analogy. There. Yeah, yeah, it feels harsh to Greta Thunberg in a way. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess there's like Instagram I, dogs that I also don't want to meet. <laughs> right, but I would like if I got to meet an Instagram dog, I would be. Stoked to tell you yeah. that I met a famous dog from Instagram. Right. And I would also, like, if I ran into Greta Thunberg, probably tell people. Yeah. But and I don't think I'd put myself in the right place at the right time to meet an Instagram dog. But there, that's, the, you know, the similarities end there, probably. <laughs> how, how hard Adam would try to meet them if he knew they were coming to his city. Well, you know, a lot of Instagram dogs uh, make particularly insightful comments on, like, uh, kill shelters and uh, I, I guess, dog food. You know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dog food. Like, here's the thing, Adam. <laughs> if Maximo didn't always live in Chicago... Yeah. And you found out Maximo was coming to town. Would yeah. you be excited to go meet Maximo? Uh well, I mean no. Okay. But just like Greta Thunberg. Yeah. And that's where the similarities end. <laughs> I get, you know, uh, maybe if we can see a dog that has made a statement about dog food <laughs> and then see if Greta Thunberg has ever mentioned like yes, and dog food also like has a lot of emissions. Then we've got two similarities. <laughs> yeah, 
that we've doubled the similarities between Greta Thunberg and an Instagram dog. Well, should we take a break? Yeah, let's take it. Okay. Adam, tell us about the new releases. Oh, please, Adam. Please, Wildcats, man. You've made it to the break, which is fantastic. And you should know that after this, Wildcats and the Very Best of Us will happen. The musical, you'll finally get there. But I am so sorry to delay that even further by telling you that we have had two albums this month. Two releases, I should say. We've had one album and one EP. The album, of course, is La Ciutat der Grasse, The Fat Air City, which came out on the first. It's only a week old, but... There's another release that you should listen to as well. It's short. It's 15 minutes. It's four tracks. And it's Night of the Living Wed. You're hearing it right now, and it's the first of our Catstober releases. A nice Halloween EP for you to get into the, dare I say, spirit. Do you see why it was risky for me to say that? I honestly can't believe I have the courage. Well, you should probably listen to Night of the Living Wed over and over and over. And when you get bored... Listen to more tracks off of La Ciutat der Grasse. And then when you get bored of all of that, that's probably when another Catstober release is going to come out. If I had to guess. So we've got you covered, and I hope you're having a nice uh, month. And I wonder what you're going to go ask for Halloween. Maybe we'll go with Sven from Dushta. Why not? It's totally up to you to decide what that costume would look like. Go as anything. Say you're Sven. It's that easy, folks, and isn't it just? Okay, back to the show. Hey, uh, Adam. Yeah? I was looking at Greta Thunberg's Wikipedia page. And did you know that she contributed a voiceover for the band the 1975's theme song? <laughs> That's really funny, but I guess we are one of the few other bands with a theme song. <laughs> right? But what do they like, use theirs for? Do they have a podcast too? I you I know, I also like I've heard of the 1975 a lot, but I don't really know anything about them. I know Mitch is really and has been really into them. I don't think I saw them with Mitch. I know I saw one band Mitch really liked, but I forget what band it was. Uh, and so Greta Thunberg contributed vocals. She, yeah, there's some spoken word performance by Greta Thunberg. Uh, supposedly, it's a four minute fifty seven second song. It's a protest song featuring a spoken word performance by her with a backing of ambient music. Oh. On every on all of the band's first three albums, their first song on the album was called the nineteen seventy five. Oh, that's cool. And it had it had the same set of lyrics. That's this cool. is the that's... first time that the song the nineteen seventy five, the first song on their album didn't have uh, those lyrics. Instead, it had Greta Thunberg uh, <laughs> doing spoken word. Uh, wow. And that's the same band that had uh, a series of EPs with names like Face Down, Sex, Music for Cars. 
Yeah. Their second album was called I Like It When You Sleep For You Are So Beautiful Yet So Unaware Of It. I don't think I like this band. I think I like that idea, that idea with the first songs. <laughs> that was great. I was really into them through that. And then when I looked at their discography, it's, it feels icky. What? The... So they have their first albums, the 1975, then I Like It When You Sleep, You're So Beautiful, Yet So Unaware Of It. And then their next two albums are part of a release, their third release cycle, Music For Cars. Okay. Uh, which is... All of this sounds... That, all, all that stuff sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds very Wildcats to be like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is like... Instead of having an album, we're going to have an era of two albums. Yeah, the fact that there was only two, though, that's not great. There should have been right? more. Yeah, I, I don't know if... Because the second one isn't out yet. It's going to come out... Really? On February 21st, the one with the Greta Thunberg intro. Wait, the second? The second of the two albums that are part of the third album release cycle. But Music for Cars came out in 2013. Music for Cars, though. That's not part of the was cycle? It, it's not part of the Music for Cars cycle. <laughs> Every this time something fun cats. happens, something bad happens. <laughs> Every time there's something cool about the 1975, they have to ruin it. Well, yeah, by using the same names for things that are completely <laughs> conceptually separate. Listen to listen to the songs that they have music. They did music videos for in their first years. Just these song titles: "Face Down," "The City," "Antichrist," "Woman," "Sex," "Chocolate," "Girls." Settle down. Uh, and then they get a little less insane, but still kind of weird. Robbers, Heart Out, Love Me, Ugh, The Sound, A Change of Heart. Just, they just kind of sound like songs. But that first group yeah. of songs. Yeah, it feels very like... And that wasn't... That was 20... That was... Right? It, it's 2012. It feels very like... <laughs> I don't know, like Jet era? Yeah, like the music like, video for... They had a song called Girls in 2013. Right, well, feels weird. <laughs> in the in the story, speaking about the music video, uh, they refer to like when we released the last video, sex. People really reacted to the fact that it was in color. Uh, they talked about when they talk about their uh, music video for girls, <laughs> but like just going like, yeah, last song we decided that was worth a music video was called Sex. Now it's girls, like. <laughs> It's a weird vibe. Yeah, it's lame. But hey, you know, we, we don't, we're not here to continue the A segment forever. We're here to listen to Wildcats yeah. and the Very Best of Us. And the, I gotta say, this is... Wildcats and the Very Best of Us is not lame. <laughs> Thank you so much for saying that. Thank you for saying that. It's actually cool. Well, decide for yourself. Yeah. There's been quite a lot of build-up throughout Season 4 thus far, and... God forbid I tell you this. This is the season four mid-season finale. Oh, thank God. I thought you were about to say the name of the whistleblower. <laughs> you know when you're getting ready for uh, Christmas time and all of your shows do a real crazy sweeps week? Well, this is like the same thing. <laughs> yeah, this was right? supposed to come out. Is that when sweeps week is? 
I don't think Sweets Week is when the mid-series finales happen, but... I think it's probably um, just like a Christmas... It's probably so they can all take Christmas off. Yeah, that's what I was going for when I started the sentence, and then I said Sweeps Week instead of <laughs> Christmas time. But you know when you have to sit through the Christmas holiday going like, fuck, what a, what's going to happen yeah. to, like, Archie? Uh, who's going to get out of the good place? Who's Negan going to kill? Yeah. What's the succession? (laughs) Uh, Well, you were being really super kind because you're only going to have to wait one week to find out what happens after this. That's true. But this is, that's the effect we're going for this episode. And it's uh, maybe that we, maybe even going to be really exciting. Yeah. God, I hope you guys are excited the entire time you listen to this. It should be enthralling you should have goosebumps uh if you don't have goosebumps yet get ready if you don't get goosebumps before the end of the episode pause the episode go outside take off your jacket and start it over and hopefully we can get you those goosebumps you're looking for yeah without further ado wildcats the very best of us Hello, everybody. Hello, welcome to Wildcats in the podcast. We're track listing the new episode right now. Yeah, I'm Charlie. I'm Adam. Trevor. Mitch. I'm Ben. And unfortunately, the track listing uh, monster can't be here to it this week. So. <laughs> oh, the little goblin. Oh, no. Had to go. We, yeah, yeah. Well, today we're track listing Wildcats and the very best of us. Catch, catch. Ultimate showdown. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <That's laughs> <wrong opening. laughs> The worst of us. (laughs) (laughs) It was the very best of us. It was the very very worst worst of us. Best of us for the rest of us. (laughs) The mommy of tsunamis. (laughs) (laughs) That's good (laughs) Is that serious? Yeah. Okay. Wait, okay, so which which of these do we actually keep? Down the mommy and the ultimate showdown so far, but I can put down. In case anyone is confused, that's not a weird person. It's like the mother of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I can put in one of the best of us or the festivuses if someone wants to. I don't know if if someone was serious about that. Mm, Not really. (laughs) It's not the mommy of the tsunami. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, the tsunami has a mommy. (laughs) The mommy of all tsunamis, and it's at camp. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the mommy of all tsunamis. Yeah, That's it's just good. a cutaway back to camp. The kids are being goofy and then cut back to the action. Heartless versus hopeless? Sure. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I don't want to, like, stomp on anyone's toes, and no one has to be the poor boy if we, get, if we like this. But what if the last song is also the name of the episode? Oh. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. We've got a title track today. <laughs> and it's making me feel haughty. Oh. Hot, haughty. <laughs> Sorry, the little monster's coming out of me. Uh, but <laughs> we're listening to Wildcats. It's always been Charlie, just FYI. And the very best the of us. With the ultimate showdown the mommy of all tsunamis, heartless versus hopeless, and the very best of us. Let's do it. Previously on Wildcats and the Podcast. Oh, oh shit! 
Wait, what do you mean that all of Europe growed up? They're all grown up! Lieutenant Crazy and the Cause are behind all of this! Do you think there's something with the battery on this car? <laughs> no! <laughs> so, Mr. President, do you got any info for us? Yes, it's probably the cause's fault. Oh, interesting. Okay, guys, let's investigate this club in Europe. The Bowler Bombs! And Sven from Dushta! Wow. Yeah, we're fighting the cause. We're insurgents all over Europe. Yeah, wow. And Ben, you turned into a little kid? I'm not happy about it! Who wants to race me on this bone bank? The numinous and the human flying through the air. <laughs> I've got to make it to Seattle to set the transceiver so that Santa can possibly turn off the super weapon that the cause will use to grow up America. I'm worried about Mitch. I gotta go now! We have to get out there to yeah, help him! let's go! Let's go save Mitch! Has and anybody seen Ben? And I'm coming with Wildcats, me, Director Colby, and Sven, and Charlie, and Trevor. You'll never pull this off, Lieutenant Crazy. Man. The Wildcats are going to stop you. I will fight for justice amongst my friends. Go ahead. Punch Mitch in the face as many times as you want, Captain Questionable. I'm okay. going to go talk to the guys in D.C. and set off the machine. Ow! 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 I love that I have a hover car because St. Louis is a flooded mess right now. <laughs> and that's why they call it a puffball. in the face, guys! We gotta help him! I can't stand to watch him like this. Okay, I've got my surfboard, my Yoshi Jump boots, and these damage-absorbing outfits I'm wearing. Just one outfit. I'll paddle out there and cause a little diversion, and then... Let's get, as soon as they're on me, guys, let's get down there and fight them. What do you say? That's right, an there's... excellent idea, Adam. Okay, I'm gonna quietly paddle out. My vision is blurry. Is this the end? Ugh. We tried our best, and... <sighs> Lieutenant Crazy got away with it. It can't be time yet, Mitch. It's not time yet. What? It's not. It's time not time. You gotta give up on it, man. Face it. It's over. We're dead. Hey! Hey, Cause! Over here! Who's that? Huh? Who is that? What? 
Who's the... It's Adam from the Wildcats! Let's get him, boys. Yeah! Come the and get some of this, you dicks! They made it! I'm your hot Mitch, Mitch, I got your back! Hey, <sighs> Mitch! Yeah? Put this on your laser sword! I got it! It's from <laughs> Santa! Don't <laughs> blow your cover, Charlie! <laughs> Huh? Huh? <laughs> Who said that? Hey, minor grunts. Huh? Captain uh, Questionable. I'm... yeah. But I don't want to be done punching you. Well, time for payback. What? <laughs> Whoa! Grunts, attack! Now! It's a lightsaber! I'll fight you, Mitch! One down, 200 to go! Cut him right in half! Get out of here! We've got control of this little building. 
Buy some time. It's so good to see you. I really thought we were done for. Mitch, I can't believe we got here in time. And Colby, thanks for coming, man. Hey, excellent work, Mitch. Excellent work, Wildcat. It means a lot to see you. And and hey, even the Bowler Bombs are helping me out. They, we almost made it. I swear, we almost made it. Yeah. Are all the Bowler Bombs here? Where's Ripley? Ripley, he uh, he went swimming. He's uh, he's yeah. actually the one that put the transceiver down there. Oh. Did he? Oh, but we, he, uh, haven't, we haven't seen him. We didn't see him surface. Oh, God. I've got a pretty bad wound in my leg, guys. Yeah, I got Sean hit by here. Harpoon. And time? Yeah. Both got hit by harpoons? No, no, Ripley got hit. Oh, by Ripley, yeah, he swam it off, though. Oh, I didn't see that. He went pretty far away. <laughs> yeah, he was, it was rough. <laughs> Should I go look for him? Well, how would you, how would you find him in all this yeah, shit? He's probably really deep in the water, Trevor. Listen, Santa gave me a thing. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, never mind. I got a thing that allows me to breathe underwater. That's right. You might be able to save our friend. That's right. And now, my ally? Let's see, Wildcat. Yeah. Bombs. Yeah. Puddle up. If you right. Colby, the transceiver, Colby, I owe it to him. Colby, what are the orders? I've got some tactics ready. <sighs> little, little Ben? What? what? Little Ben? Wait, why did you guys oh. bring little Ben? We, no, we, we didn't. didn't. We didn't bring him. Ben, what are you doing? You guys thought you could stop me, but I'm here, oh, and I'm yeah. ready to fight. You see how his energy comes out when he's so little? He doesn't know how to channel it. <laughs> 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 All right, well, I was going to have Sven and Charlie go to try to find the big <laughs> find the machine, and try to stop it from transmitting. We still don't know what this thing looks like. But, Ben, if you could come as well, you're a tech guy. Yeah, I got my raspberry pie! <laughs> we need all hands on deck, to be honest, yeah. Colby, what about me? Adam? Yeah. When you started doing, looked good. You're going to have to get out there on those waves. You see out there all of those little cause boats? Yeah, yeah. Bogies. Bogies. You're going to have to... Through like a I know you can be. Okay, I'll I'll surf I'll surf through. Draw their fire. Try and buy you guys some time. Waves are waves are pretty choppy out there. One last monster wave. Director. Trevor, it's up to you. I'll find Ripley, I'll find the transceiver, I'll make sure that it stays in the right location. Transceiver's on. Santa will be able to help us. If not, we'll be in trouble. I'll protect it. What about you and Mitch? Me and Mitch? Well, me, Mitch, time if you're willing, little Tony. Yeah? We're gonna have to take this to the top. You say you saw Lieutenant Crazy. He was right here and he headed off on his hovercraft, but I think I know which direction he was headed. Yeah. We're going to get him. Excuse me, Sean. Wow. Yeah, what about me? I'm going to take your harpoon. I need something to fight with. Oh, ooh. Oh, fast, fair play. You, you're looking pretty injured, mate. Yeah. I want to help, though. I want to help. Sean, to be honest, someone needs to be able to... T- Remember what happened here if none of us make it out. Yeah. I keep the story alive. We'll keep the fight up. If, if we lose, the, the cause... I don't want to think about what happens. You guys are sidelining me. Wait here with our hearse. Okay. Yeah, stay by the car. I'll get, I'll, I'll get in the hearse. 
I'll get in the earth, I'll wait for you guys, but if things get bad, I'm I'm getting I'm getting out of there. I'm coming back. We wouldn't want any other way, Sean. Okay. Alright. We've got our missions. Yeah. We've got our orders. Let's Hands in, guys. Cha! 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 Wildcats! Bowler bombs! Wildcats! Bowler bombs! Wildcats! Bowler bombs! Wildcats! Bowler bombs! Douche and break. <laughs> Let's go, guys. Right, I'm gonna paddle out. All right, guys. Good luck. Hey, cause guys, over here. Woo, woo, woo. That's it, Adam. I'm gonna dive in. Colby, the yep. storm, it's picking up. I think the electromagnetic waves, waves from this fucking weapon are just sending the world into chaos right here. Oh my god. It's not just the electromagnetic waves, Mitch. Oh Look no. at the St. Louis Gateway. What is that? It's beginning to spin. Safe out there, Adam. What? Over here, over here. One last monster wave. Ha! Yeah, that's right. Come this way. One last glory, one good death. One monster wave on the mommy of all tsunamis. One monster wave. That's right, cause freaks! This way! Down here! They're giving chase! And I'm gonna lead them right to the mommy of all tsunamis! Yeah! This way! This way! Surfing to my death, my doom, I know it's true! But if I can take them all down, yeah, fuck you! That's all I want! Leading them into the worst storm The mommy of all tsunamis You've never seen this before Come this way, you dicks And I hope you prayed To your God The mommy of all tsunamis Got my name on it
Tony, stay back to fight for us. Mitch, time. We have yeah. to keep going. We gotta get going. <sighs> Look, up there, like, yeah. really up high, by the, by the arch. Yeah? That's the hovercraft. <gasps> Lieutenant Crazy's hovercraft itself? Yeah, there must be some sort of, like, launching platform at the top. We can take him out there, if we hurry. Yeah. <laughs> ben. Yeah? Sven. Yes? I'll make... The, my, my calendar. It's giving me readings. Telling me how close we're going to the source of this signal. And I think right through this room is the power supply for the whole the whole machine. If we can hack it here, we can hack it anywhere. I can hack it! I see my raspberry pie! And I remember all my hacking chops! I'll guard the child while he hacks into the power source. Awesome. Yeah. I'll do what I can to help out with any extra goals you guys got. <laughs> cool. We'll let you know. Well. All right. Let's look at this bad boy. Oh, whoa. This is a vintage mainframe computer with some really hardcore codes. <laughs> I'll see if I can do anything about it. Cool. Work hard, Ben. Thanks. All right, time. Mitch. Yeah. This is the building. I'm ready, Colby. Let's take him out. We're going in. Seems like there's a couple guards in here and Lieutenant Crazy himself. Time? Yeah? Your skills will not be helpful to us in here. Can you block the way back to this building? Yeah, we need, we need, we need time. Yeah. I got just the idea. I'll set charges on the buildings around to make it difficult for the other cause guys to come and interrupt us here. 
Okay, Mitch. Colby, are we too late? We can do this, right? It's not hopeless? It's never too late To accept your fate, Mitch Who will fall But no matter what happens We gave it our all Take your sword your hand, you're my right hand man, you've always been. With my harpoon in my hands, we'll take on all these cause crimes. Come out wherever you are Who's that I hear outside my door? Who's that I see looking in my window? I've got my six-shooter on my side I'm not leaving here with any of these wild cats alive No, no, no Everyone's gonna die And I'll see them go As the life leaves their eyes Life leaves his eyes As the life leaves their eyes Lieutenant Crazy, is that you? Yes. Yes, it is. And who do I have the pleasure of meeting? My name is Chris P. Colby. And I'm here to stop you. Good effing luck, man. I blocked it. Ah, stab! Oh! Mitch, he's this way! I'm right behind you. He keeps backing up. We gotta get him. Where's he going? (laughs) Okay. Just a little farther. Chris, I'm getting overwhelmed back here. There's... There's a lot of grunts. I can keep him off, but I don't know. I don't know if I can help. Okay, Mitch. 
I think I can take him the rest of the way. Keep going, man. I counted your shots, Lieutenant Crazy, and it sounds like you're out of bullets. It may just be that way, but I always have a plan B. Button. Activating in five, four, three, two, Kobe! one. What is that? What? into the computer in time. Ben? What? Oh my god. Ben? I'm a, I'm an adult again. Oh what? no! That oh means god. there are no more children in America. Fuck. Colby? Colby! Where are you? Colby, where are you? <coughs> Colby. Oh my god, we gotta get you out of here. Guys, what happened? Something, I made it! Something terrible happened. Ah. <coughs> oh, guys! Oh my god, I was underwater when it happened. Sean! What, Sean what happened? happened? Sean in the hearse? If, if, Sean, if you hear me, get, get the car over here right now! Colby, just hang on, man. Just breathe. You got it, mate. I'm on it. Jeez. <laughs> Ben's back! Oh. Lou. What? Lou. Wait. Oh no. Ben's back. Yeah. Oh no. We failed. The machine, it worked. <sighs> Everyone got grown up. So we failed. <clears throat> we didn't stop. Chris! <clears throat> oh. Manager Colby! Director. Adam. Ben. No. Trevor. Our director. What Rich. happened? Charlie. Guys. Oh. <clears throat> I'm oh. sorry. I. I was right there. I, I should have come with you. I, I had him. I had the harpoon to his throat. And he pressed the button. And I dropped the harpoon as the sound went off. And look and at my then, leg. He stabbed me right, right up the leg. Oh, right in the artery. Right into the, oh, the heart. Fuck. God. Oh. That's why I'm still standing. Chris, the only no. reason I'm still standing. Oh, we're gonna get you propped up. Here comes the hearse. Here comes the hearse. We, oh. we, 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 there's gotta be something in here. We can help you. We can treat this. No problem. Open up Go the back. What happened? What happened? Get him! A, get Go him in the back of the hearse. Climb in. He's gotta lay down. Let's, be, a, let's wow. be gentle. Yeah, he's a hero. Yeah, come here. Breathe. Wildcats. Hold on to your breath. Say goodbye to Christy for me and Monica, Topher, Borgoth, and Tamara. Tamara, Tamara, I always forget her name. We will, Chris, we will. We will. Wildcats. Chris.
Wildcats. <laughs> what? Don't do it. Working Don't with go. you Chris, has been. He seems okay. <laughs> the very best of my life. Chris, Chris. You're the very best of us. You're the very, <laughs> very best. He's gone. Ever had 
a great mentor, a hero, not so great of a dad. Chris Colby. I hope you're glad up there somewhere when the stars spell your name. I hope you know. Very best of us The only one We could trust When everything was lost The very best Laid to can still feel him. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Sven. <laughs> really not your moment. That hit me right in the heartstrings. Oh, that's so kind of that episode to do. Did it make yeah. you emotional? It made me emotional. It made me shed a tear and perk up my little ears. <laughs> I'm glad that you did perk up your ears and listen to that episode because it <clears throat> it's an episode that sort of begs to be listened to, doesn't it? You know what? Listeners, if you want to re-listen to that episode to relive it, be our guest. You can absolutely oh, yeah. do that. Please do, but uh, we would suggest that you download it on a different device <laughs> if you're going to do that. Or at least stream it again. Maybe, like, wait a minute. Right. Make sure it counts uh, as two downloads. Yeah, like, start up a different podcast, like, restart your podcast app, yeah, and then go back and give it a do shot. do not download the episode so you can listen to it over and over. Oh, yeah. That would be absolutely the worst for our numbers. And, you know, if you like it a lot, leave an iTunes review. Yeah, or uh, tell a friend about this podcast. Oh, my God, because we survive on word of mouth. I mean, that's true. We don't make any other efforts to promote the podcast. (laughs) We just assume word of mouth is happening. Well, I just heard someone talking about this podcast the other day, so 
Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Word of mouth is working. Imagine if you were just like out in the wild and heard two strangers talking about this podcast <laughs> who didn't know you were there. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be really something. Uh, I feel like it would be yeah, like I, the Twilight Zone. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the idea that, like, yeah, like, listen, I don't want to ask for where my chicken's buttered, but uh, if you're <laughs> if you're a listener to this podcast and you like live in Los Angeles and haven't ever talked to me. Or Mitch. Uh, Start talking about this podcast a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Just on the off chance. Like, we love talking about this podcast. We'd talk about it with you. Uh, But, (laughs) yeah. It's got to be a wonder to be like, I don't know, uh, fucking Matthew Weinberg or whoever the madman guy is. The drummer from... The late night drummer Max Weinberg. <laughs> yeah, imagine being Max Weinberg and people are talking about like late night while you're just walking around and you're just like, oh my god, they don't realize that the drummer from late night can hear them. Well, they probably figure that his ear- hearing is so uh, gone after smacking on them symbies all day long. What did he do? He did Conan. He was Conan's band leader. So yeah, man, wow. Yeah, but also, uh, if you were... He left ten years ago. (laughs) Didn't realize how dated that reference was. (laughs) Well, my reference was Matthew Weiner of Mad Men, which is, I guess, not like ten years old, but even though Mad Men ended in 2015, I feel like... The important part of Mad Men is 2007 <laughs> when it started. Nah, it probably took a couple of years to build a, build some heat, right? Right, but at that point, nobody, everybody knows Matthew Weiner is there. But if you're just there, like season one, people are talking about Mad Men and they don't even realize the creator is sitting at the same uh, collective table. Yeah. And that must have made Matthew Weiner feel just insane. Right? I guess I thought the show was just something that I made up. The dude who uh, created The Wire always gets people on Twitter telling him to watch The Wire. Uh, So. Is that true? Maybe. What was that guy's name? I don't. ah, Fuck. I'll just search The Wire creator. It's fine. It'll be so easy. David Simon. David Simon. Just like constantly he will tweet something that's like sort of related to The Wire about like Baltimore or something because he still cares about those topics. And people are like, oh, man, you should see The Wire. Like it really shows you what like uh, the. Who are these people that follow David Simon on Twitter and don't know who he is? I think it's because he like goes semi-viral a lot. Uh, like with political takes and then like people are like yeah well you think baltimore's like this you should really see the wire if you think it's like that and then it's like i have seen the wire in fact i saw every episode in the editing bay oh wow that baltimore accent that i missed that i haven't heard since watching the wire oh man well adam i hope 
you can go to Baltimore sometime soon. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thanks. What do you think is some of the best stuff to do in Baltimore? Go fishing on the ocean? Can you just go fishing into the ocean? Yeah, you can definitely go fishing into the ocean. But like out I'm on a not... boat? <laughs> or maybe like out on a pier? You can fish on a pier. Yeah, like people fish off of like... Okay, so that's probably the number one Beaches thing. constantly. People What's fish off of like the shoreline on Lake Michigan constantly. Well, yeah, like, not why wouldn't really they the also... ocean. Yeah, but like... What's the bay? In What's what the bay that Baltimore is in? Chesapeake? Oh, of course. Oh. That's got to have great fishing. You're telling me. <laughs> oh, yeah? You catch something good oh, there, yeah. dude? Ooh, did you know that Baltimore uh, comes from the Irish name uh, Ballantimore, which means town of the big house? Ah, uh, no. Right, but that's kind of fun. Town of the big house. Uh, that is pretty fun. It's kind of like it's kind of like Australia, you know. Uh, that they used to send people down to the big house, but <laughs> oh, they yeah. really sent them to Australia. <laughs> All those people thought they were going to Baltimore, <laughs> <laughs> and then seven days later, they're still on the boat. Uh, I don't know how long it. Seven days is definitely, like, not enough time to get from the UK to either Baltimore or Australia by boat. Yeah, but definitely not. My guess... We should ask Greta Thunberg about that. She's coming to Chicago, and she sails across the Atlantic. How long did it take to sail from the UK to Australia? Clipper ships bound for Australia and New Zealand would call out of a hundred days. That feels like insane. Like, I get that maybe like prison meant something different than it does now completely. But just the idea of being like, yeah. Oh, that's from Plymouth, Massachusetts. A hundred days. But it's probably not that much in more from the UK. I bet it's, it's probably like 120 days or something. 115 Right, but, like, half a year to, like, just, like, deliver criminals? Yeah. Maybe was the it boats a did penal some other... colony for, like, England, or was it a penal colony for, like, the surround, like, oceanic like colonization? <laughs> yeah, like, was it like, oh, we're colonizing New Zealand right now, and... If you're shitty, we sent you to Australia. Yeah, right. Like, if they really liked Van Diemen's Land, you know, a.k.a. Tasmania, it is weird that they would pick the big one. It's probably all fake. Right? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> there prob- maybe there was just, like, a really famous prison there. Maybe there was, like, a great prison on Australia. Yeah, like, the idea of it... I mean, I have no There's fucking no way that, idea. Like, <laughs> right? But, like, yeah, from what I am seeing, looking, it is definitely not, like, all Australia was a prison. They didn't just drop people off at the shore, but... There's gotta be a... There's gotta be a great Snopes about this. An alt- after the American colonies, an alternative site was needed to fur- relieve further overcrowding of British prisons and hulks. 
The idea of a prison hulk, just like a prison boat, seems wild to me. Are they traveling somewhere specifically, or just like, well, we've used all the space on land, let's just put the prisoners out on a boat? I mean, they did, great they did weird shit, though. Right? <laughs> they did weird shit like that. There was like a cute... Like, they probably they didn't just, even go to the bank! If there were... <laughs> yeah, they probably weren't even laughing all the way to the bank. There was uh there was like a punishment old punishment for criminals in like the 1700s like for like if you were if they thought you were insane you would just work on a ship against your will. That was one punishment. I guess they say New South Wales New South Wales was founded by the British as a penal colony in 1788. And for over the next 80 years more than 160,000 convicts were transported from us to Australia from England, Ireland, Scotland and Wales in lieu of being given the death penalty. It feels this is according not to bbc.com. Yeah, it does feel very not worth it. There had to have been, a, like there had to have been we, another reason they were going there. Right? Right. Like, it feels like if, like, once we got to the moon in the 1960s, we were like, oh, yeah, well, now we're going to just start putting, uh, <laughs> like, this is where you go instead of the death penalty is to the moon. Like... Yeah, I mean, they were probably trying to colonize anyway, but maybe, like, that part was... Right. But yeah. also, like, maybe it took maybe they took it, like, really seriously, where it's just like, well, we're really, like, religious, and we can't kill you, but we don't want you here. Right. But yeah, why not go? There's plenty of places they could have just dropped them off and wished them the best. But, like, maybe they were, like, workers. Yeah, like, I guess the idea is, like... If you were going to take a ship all the way to Australia and you could have, like, free prisoner labor to get the ship to Australia. And then once they're like, there, they're just going to, like, build roads. Yeah. Do whatever. Yeah, like, it's got to be the same thing as just, like, yeah, we don't have slavery anymore, but we can get prisoners to do shit for free. And, unfortunately, we don't have any prisoners yet in our new australian colony so they're like there's so many people we're killing and there's we're giving the death penalty in england and there's so many people we need to build roads yeah well charlie we don't know much more about this as a history thing but we have spitballed about it and that you know good job yeah absolutely (laughs) you should ask maximo if we have some time and hey if you have time to bump into greta thunberg uh maybe this is a better question than You've written two books? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. I think it is. It's definitely a more interesting answer. The right answer to that question is more interesting. But hey, uh, come back next week for whatever we're going to be doing on this podcast, which will be something. Yeah, it'll probably be a blast. People will probably laugh the whole time. Yeah, we'll probably get blasted and you'll laugh. Imagine if on the episodes where we didn't have Anthos, we were just like, finally, we can cut loose. <laughs> then we get blasted. Yeah, we really blast off. Just like wasted the entire time, <laughs> slurring it's their just words. Like a really loud party of an episode. We did these it. episodes are kind of the quiet parties of episodes. You know? Yeah, that would be a good concept for an episode. A quiet party. I don't know exactly how it would work, but uh, well, we just print out our Discord chats and. <laughs> Send those to the listeners. <laughs> we just released a transcript. Yeah. 
It's a, it's a quiet party. We should on, on the on our on the old site that we as friends had podcasts on. There was the occasional like column, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> used to trick someone in a fantasy league to making a into making a trade with you, which didn't work. <laughs> yeah, and then one was just a was picture close. of my friend's basketball. Actually, he had just come from a basketball game, so that's actually interesting. Yeah, and you, me, and Spencer all reviewed a sandwich at Steak and Jake. <laughs> yeah, Vine Ripe gets the vibe right. That was how what you, how you felt about the tomatoes on the sandwich, I believe. Nay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't disagree. <laughs> I said it once, and I'll say it again. I wish that sandwich was still at Steak and Shake. I don't even remember what sandwich it was. Yeah, I don't know either. I guess we I know prob- it's not there anymore because, I, like, when I've gone recently, I searched the menu for that spark of familiarity, and God won't be there for me. I'm not going to say the name of the old website just because you know it's the past, but I will go to see if I can find that article. Yeah. If I uh. There, here's your... Okay. It's the Pepper Jack Melt. <laughs> <laughs> so boring. <laughs> your, that could your, still be on the menu. Your, I don't think it yeah, is. But. Your headline was, where's a good place to get a sandwich? And you're like, subheader was, Vine Ripe gets the vibe right. <laughs> Do I... Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, because where's a good place to get a sandwich was the full header. And we all each of ours were headlines. in that, yeah. And then you came back and did a review again because you had it again and didn't like it. Cool. <laughs> hey, I like it. You called it uh, on second thought, maybe fuck that. <laughs> damn. You know. Maybe I was right. Maybe I was wrong. But A plus, I said I love that tomato. <laughs> what really stood out was the tomato, <laughs> the vine ripe tomatoes. Hey, we did a we did a great job. Uh, As I lifted the oh, upper shit. slice of bread, I was get this astonished to see that the mayo holds on the lettuce to the top bun. <laughs> Allowing you to just lift up the bun with little to no mess. <laughs> oh boy. What a great sandwich Damn. review. <laughs> I definitely like, I feel like when I was applying to like writing jobs that next year, I used it as one of my samples, which is absurd. Uh, but do you want to? You know, I didn't get many jobs. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to end the episode just by reading this whole review? <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And I want to just point out before you do it that jalapenos is a when it gets to there is a hyperlink to the Wikipedia page for jalapeno. <laughs> so this is your is review this? of the pepper jack melt from January twenty eighth, twenty twelve. Okay, and. Or am I just reading mine, or should I... Yeah, if I remember, yours read... was the funniest. Maybe other, other episodes we can look at everyone else's. <laughs> Vine right gets the vibe right. Listen. Today I went to Steak and Shake, a famous restaurant. And we all decided, 
you know what, let's try out the pepper jack melt. I ordered it and went, hmm, this could get really good. Then it came. The first thing I thought was, whoa, look at that. There's a special cup with extra jalapenos. Perfect. Then I put the peppers on top of the sourdough bread and then decided, wait, bad idea. Put the peppers inside so they don't fall out. This is where the sandwich really came in droves. <laughs> As I lifted the upper slice of bread, I was, get this, astonished to see that the mayo holds on the lettuce to the top bun, allowing you to just lift the bun up with little to no mess. If you've ever tried to add something uh, to a grilled cheese, you know how hard it is to open it, and I am often worried that melts will have this property as well. But this was fine. I then took my first bite. Wow! A+. I love that tomato. It's vine-ripened! I love it! Listen, McDonald's. Steak and Shake is coming in the running because I'm loving this sandwich, especially the tomato. Wow, wow, wow! There is a negative, though. According to my after-dinner research, this sandwich has 140% your daily value of fat. And they don't even tell you. Come on, steakers. Let us know when your sandwich is so chubby. <laughs> but I can't stay mad. Yum! 20 stars. Well, see you next week, everyone. Goodbye!